I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. Perhaps one of the most challenging times in the school year is the annual junior and senior class overseas or overnight school trip. In some places, they go longer distances, not maybe overseas. Not to mention the other trips and co-curricular events by various school groups. These trips and events are often a nightmare for principals and chaperones, although fun to the students because of what goes on during these supposedly fun excursions. It is my opinion that it is not the responsibility of the school to provide planned fun trips for any grade or group of students. Every activity must have an educational purpose. School is for the purpose of education and the formation of students to live a successful life in this modern world and for Christian schools to help students become citizens of the kingdom of God. So I want you to follow along as I unfold my beliefs and and principles. Why do teachers and principals and often students think that taking a class trip just for the purpose of traveling abroad and having fun is beneficial to the students? It is because most of these schools' leaders do not truly understand the purpose of education and what is needed to properly trained students to perform in this world. Secondly, many do not understand the gravity of the responsibilities of supervising a large number of students and what goes on in the students' minds during these trips. On a class trip, these high-energy students can cause an eruption or a disorderly behavior that will change their lives. Many times, The chair chaperones are not even aware of the kinds of activities the students participate in, especially those activities that goes on when everyone is asleep. The truth is that there is very little financial equity involved in these school trips. One student can barely purchase his or her ticket and may only have a very little pocket change on the trip. Another student may have hundreds of or thousands of dollars to spend for whatever he or she wants. This kind of behavior should not be allowed on a school-sponsored trip. I know that many school leaders will argue that they have never had problems with their students on a school trip. The truth is, most times the painful stories are never told. The principals and parents will never know what really happened. They will never know of the emotional and psychological damage they would have caused to their budding citizens. It is my view that school class or special groups trips are of no value unless it is for the purpose of educating and training students. The trip organizers and chairpersons should put in place and follow strict and practical guidelines. 1. All school days or overnight trips or co-curricular events of any kind are to be a part of the school curriculum and fit into the overall goal and philosophy of the school. Probably planned school trips can be for the purpose of providing a holistic educational experience for the children. 2. The cost of the trip 
and co-curricular events, including class parties, school fun days, casual or dress-up days, are all should be communicated to the parents at the beginning of each school year so they can plan their sh- schedule and budget. Three, no principal or teacher should introduce new trips or any other co-curricular activities not included in the school calendar at the beginning of the year. This includes fun days, visits to historic sites, and all those kinds of things. Number four, the cause of the trips and days events should be pro- not people um, prohibitive for parents. For example, charging students fifty cents, one dollar, five dollars, ten dollars for fun days should be strongly discouraged, especially when parents are not informed at the beginning of the school year. Senior or class trips or banquets should be fixed dates and an activity in the calendar of events with cost included. And the last point, destination of senior or junior class trips should be the same each year. This makes it easier and great for planning. Students should not be allowed to come up with their creative destinations and costs. All trips are to be school or originated and controlled. I wonder if you're getting the principle I'm trying to deal with here. There's too much competition between students, okay? Let me share with you a personal story how these guidelines work. When our daughter was registered to enter grade 9 at Andrews Academy in Michigan on the campus of Andrews University, we received a handout entitled Co-Curricular Planning Guide for Out-of-School and Cost-Related Activities. It was a list of all school trips, events, dates, and related costs. This list also informed those four years later that there will be a senior class trip, where it will be and its cost. All senior classes went to the same destination each year. The trips were well organized and structured with morning devotions, lectures to meet the needs of the students' development, and of course, lots of fun times. There were a number of trips, banquets, and other co-curricular events planned each year and over the four-year period in high school. For some of the trips and events were required for graduation. Others were on the list to assist the events on the uh, to assist in the uh, helping the child towards graduation. Okay, the students were required to accumulate 21 points of co-curricular activities to graduate. With that arrangement, students can select not to attend a certain co-curricular event. However, he or she must accumulate enough points of co-curricular activities to obtain a high school certificate. At the end of the handout with the following words. Listen. We as parents have planned the cost and number of school days affected by the above selection and feel that this is reasonable program that can be handled successfully by the students. We have noted the provisions of school's attendance policy and realize the excessive absence and tardiness must make, sorry, make the student ineligible to participate in overnight school trips and hold leadership offices and positions. End of quote. After making the selection of activities, both parents and students signed the document and turned it in to complete the registration.
Let us make our schools a place of equal opportunity, fun, and activity learning at all times. Far too often there is a heavy competition. I know firsthand of a school trip where one student had over $2,000 cash to splurge, and another one barely had change in his or her pocket. And it was only a trip because it was going to be just because we wanted to do it, a fun trip, sponsored by the school. I'm suggesting that that's not a wise thing to do. Let's make school fun, yet educational. That's important. You have been listening to your Daily Relationship Nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.